Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode of JTCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. For this episode, I will discuss the findings of another article from the most recent issue of JAT titled, Descriptive Analysis of Forces Applied by Trained Clinicians During Two-Handed Instrument-Assisted Soft Tissue Mobilization, authored by Taylor Stevenson and colleagues from the University of Idaho, California State University, and the University of Southern California. As a reminder, the article discussed today can be found on the JAT website, natajournals.org. And please remember that all content from JAT is open access to all readers, thanks to the funding from the National Athletic Trainers Association. Let's survey the scene. Instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization is a common treatment among clinicians to treat various muscle skeletal conditions. This form of treatment incorporates specifically designed instruments to promote healing and reduce scar tissue. The theory of instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization is that the practice induces microtrauma to create an acute inflammatory response over the tissue of interest, which in turn enhances fibroblast activity, collagen alignment, and collagen tensile strength. In addition, the instrument techniques are thought to provide clinicians with a mechanical advantage in enhanced detection of pathological tissue structures. When incorporating instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization, Clinicians must consider multiple treatment variables, such as instrument material, instrument shape, stroke type, stroke direction, stroke angle, and so on. A recent study found that clinicians who use this type of treatment had substantial variation across treatment parameters, despite being formally trained on the technique. Aside from dosage parameters, clinicians also greatly varied on force application during the treatment. Much of the physiological effects of instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization are based on animal models that determine short durations of increased forces ranging from a half to one and a half newtons enhance fibroblast proliferation as the force increased. In human participants, researchers have found a low force of about two newtons improved pain pressure threshold in individuals with delayed onset muscle soreness. Other studies have reported that larger forces, ranging from 2.5 to 9 newtons, had no influence on inflammatory markers, range of motion, or strength among healthy individuals. In addition, high force applications may actually have unintended detrimental outcomes, such as discomfort and bruising. Despite the importance of force application, in practice, force parameters and recommendations are rather limited, which causes many clinicians to rely on intuition, patient feedback, and experience when determining the force application during the treatment. With that said, studies suggest that clinicians may greatly underestimate the forces used when applying the treatment technique. To begin to develop force recommendations, identifying forces used by experienced and trained clinicians is warranted. As such, the purpose of the study was to provide descriptive data regarding force application from trained clinicians during a two-handed instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization simulated treatment. Eleven trained clinicians from various professions, two physical therapists, two chiropractors, and seven athletic trainers participated in this randomized crossover study. Participants completed a simulated treatment in which a skin simulant was fixed to a force plate. During the simulated treatment, participants used five different instruments. Prior to testing, participants had an opportunity to practice their technique across each instrument until they felt comfortable. In addition, all participants received the same standardized case 
that describe them treating an otherwise healthy patient who is experiencing gastrocnemius tightness. Over approximately 30 minutes, the participants completed 15 strokes for each of the five instruments for a total of 75 strokes. Here are the results. Across the 75 strokes, the trained clinicians produced an average peak force of 8.9 newtons and an average mean force of 6 newtons across all instruments. When examining individual clinicians, the maximum peak force ranged from 4.2 to 21.3 newtons, while the minimum peak ranged from 1.1 to 11.2 newtons. Overall, the findings of this study suggest that variability in applied force exists between trained clinicians during simulated instrumented-assisted soft tissue mobilization, despite the clinicians receiving the same patient scenario. This study also reconfirms that clinicians likely underestimate the amount of force being applied during these treatment sessions. Presently, the optimal force application during instrument soft tissue mobilization to maximize clinical and patient outcomes across various scenarios remains unknown. The values from the study do greatly exceed the values reported from the animal model studies and for the study that examined patients with delayed onset muscle soreness. Moving forward, the findings from this study may aid with designing research studies that aim to identify the optimal force during application. It may also provide clinicians with a better appreciation of the forces they are likely applying to the tissue even after their training. Well, that's it for today's JTCast. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JAT events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JAT underscore NATA. Thank you for listening and keep a lookout for our next JAT cast episode.